Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. This is the Falcoholic Podcast, the official podcast of the Atlanta Falcons on the SB Nation Podcast Network. I am DW, and this is the injury update for September 23rd, 2020, for the upcoming Falcons versus Bears game, week three of the 2020 NFL season. Let's start with the visiting 2-0 Chicago Bears. They uh, have started this season off with a win uh, at the Lions, um, a win at home against the Giants. Uh, They have an offense that has put up 27, 17 points. It's going to factor into... Uh, this game as we get into Atlanta's injuries. Uh, but the first, we're going to start with uh, the players that have mispracticed for the Bears. <laughs> and guys, this, this is going to be a short list. Uh, unfortunately for the Falcons, they're coming in uh, as a pretty healthy team. They had uh, three veterans that rested, uh, not due to any injuries, just for uh, resting veterans. Uh, that was wide receiver Ted Ginn, tight end Jimmy Graham, and linebacker Danny Trevathan. The only player that didn't participate in their practice this week was defensive tackle uh, John Jenkins, and this is from Wednesday, uh, with a thumb injury. Limited participants, only one name on this list, pass rusher, linebacker, extraordinaire Khalil Mack with a knee injury. So at this point, uh, if you were hoping that they're one of their best pass rushers would not be in the game, uh, that's unlikely. It looks like he will, uh, un- unless there's some additional developments throughout the week, Khalil Mack will play on Sunday. Uh, Some players that they've got back to full participation, uh, tight end Cole Komet with a shoulder injury, wide receiver Anthony Miller with a calf injury, wide receiver Darnell Mooney with a quad injury, wide receiver Allen Robinson with a knee injury, and maybe the most notable is linebacker Robert Quinn, who is a full participant with an ankle injury. He did miss week one, uh, but he did play 24 snaps in week two, looked like he was a little banged up. Uh, He will more than likely be playing. He was a full participant on Wednesday. Now for the Falcons. Uh, This list is brutal uh, as we come off of that devastating loss in Dallas to set the Falcons back to 0-2. They're coming back home, and they are banged up, guys. We're going to start on the defense because this list is extensive. We're going to get to the depth chart to talk about who may play if some of these guys miss. Uh, Let's start at the top, and that's uh, with defensive back Kendall Sheffield. Now, obviously, He has missed the first two games. He is still not participating as of Wednesday with that foot injury. At this point, I think it will be surprising uh, if he does even get back this week at all. Uh, I think the soonest we'll probably see him on the field is going to be in week four. And again, that's going to depend on how he develops. Thankfully, there are no other cornerbacks on this list. Next up is safety Ricardo Allen. As we all saw in the game in Dallas, he suffered an elbow injury. I believe he went out sometime in the second quarter, and DeMonte KZ had to fill in for him for the rest of the game at free safety. Although I will say, KZ appeared to get more starters snaps in week one. Ricardo was getting more snaps in week two before the injury, but right now he did not participate on Wednesday. So uh, this could mean that someone like Sherrod Niesman or even rookie Jalen Hawkins could get some snaps on the defense. Uh, come Sunday. So this is a name to pay attention to. 
The next name, unfortunately, uh, right next to him is DeMonte KZ, the guy who has, uh, up to this point, replaced Ricardo Allen. He missed Wednesday's practice with a hip injury. He did appear to get banged up in the game against the Cowboys, and right now he's not participating. So this is definitely a name we will need to pay attention to as we go through the week. It is just Wednesday, and, and it's more important to see where these guys stand as of Thursday and Friday. But this is beginning to set the, uh, the alarms off a little bit. And again, uh, if, if he misses, if Ricardo misses, you're going to see Sherrod Neesman, Jalen Hawkins, and possibly uh, the Falcons may bring up someone from the practice squad to help fill out the depth at safety with both of our starting free safeties, if you will, Ricardo Allen, DeMonte KZ, missing Wednesday's practice. Next to them is a name that he was absolutely amazing in the first half uh, of the Cowboys game. He forced three forced fumbles. Uh, it was linebacker Foye Luakun. He is having a fantastic start to the season, and he missed Wednesday with a hamstring injury. Obviously, he went out in the Cowboys game in the midst of, honestly, what was a, a, an incredible tear of him just terrorizing that uh, Cowboys offense early on. Uh, that is going to be a painful loss if he cannot come back. Obviously, again, we're going to monitor this one, but if you could expect that if Foye misses, more than likely you're going to see combinations of Michael Walker, the rookie that we drafted this year, uh, or special teamers, Leroy Reynolds, that will come in and fill in for him. I'll be honest, guys, the linebacker depth is extremely, extremely uh, shallow. Those are the only two guys on the depth chart at linebacker, and right now, if if Foye misses, uh, we're going to be hurting. Next name on the list is a guy that also was having a big impact in the Cowboys game early on, and that is defensive end Tack McKinley. He obviously had a great start uh, in week one against the Seahawks. Uh, He got off to another hot start against the Cowboys, exited the game early, I believe it was in the first quarter. Uh, He did not practice Wednesday with a groin injury. And then on the other side, uh, even though he finished the game against the Cowboys, defensive end Dante Fowler did not practice on Wednesday with an ankle injury. So for those of you who thought he was banged up in the Cowboys game, that does look like that's the case. Uh, Hopefully he can get healthy in time for uh, this game against the Bears on Sunday. Otherwise, we're going to be relying on guys like Alan Bailey, uh, Stephen Means to fill in the gap. And I don't have to tell you, but that is, uh, and I like those guys. I like Bailey. I like Means. Uh, That is a downgrade in both positions. And right now, uh, the Falcons can't afford to lose this many guys uh, that are key pass rushers on the team. So, limited participants on the defensive side. Defensive tackle, Marlon Davidson, uh, the rookie that we drafted this year uh, with a knee injury. He is getting some reps in practice. This could be promising for him actually getting some game reps in week three. So, definitely someone to keep an eye on. Thankfully, defensive end Charles Harris uh, was a limited participant with an ankle injury. He is also someone that if he can get healthy, he will probably fill in uh, for Tack McKinley in a rotation with Alan Bailey. Uh, So his uh, participation practice is very welcome at this point. Defensive tackle Tyler Davidson uh, is limited participant with an ankle injury. I uh, fully expect him to play. He's actually been one of our more, most consistent defenders, one of our better run stoppers. So it'll be good to keep him in there. And then finally, a full participant defensive tackle, Jacob Tuiti Mariner. Fully expect him as well to play against the Bears. Let's move on to the offense. Uh, the first name you probably already know about, Caleb McGarry, has suffered a knee injury in the game. Thankfully, we've already found out that knee injury is not severe. However, uh, he did not practice on Wednesday. 
At this point, I would expect that they're probably going to take it easy with him. The MCL sprains are not something to mess with. And obviously, with the way that Matt Gono played in his relief, Matt Gono was absolutely fantastic uh, to finish out the Cowboys game. He finished uh, as our highest graded offensive lineman per PFF. Uh, so did a fantastic job. I suspect that if McGarry needs the time, they're going to give it to him. Unfortunately, the next name on the list is offensive tackle Jake Matthews with a knee injury. Uh, I, let me say this. He was on the injury report last week. He did play this past Sunday. He is an Iron Man. He played the entire game. I don't expect him to miss time uh, or miss this game on Sunday. Uh, if he does, uh, there's a chance we may have to pull up Willie Wright from the practice squad, who we, who we had just signed recently. Uh, otherwise, uh, we'll keep an eye on Jake Matthews. I suspect he'll start being a limited participant Thursday, Friday. If not, this could be alarming with the Falcons going to two backup offensive tackles, even though Gono played really well. Having someone having to fill in for Jake on the left side could be pretty dangerous with this Bears offense with Khalil Mack, Robert Quinn, uh, some good pass rushers on that side. And finally, the last guy, this name is, he seems like he's always on the injury list, is wide receiver Julio Jones. He did not practice on Wednesday with a hamstring. And Dirk Cutter had intimated that he felt like Julio uh, was not completely forthcoming about how severe his hamstring injury was on Sunday. We all saw it. He looked like he was not the same player. That dropped pass just did not look like the Julio Jones that we're used to. He did not play or did not participate in practice on Wednesday. Hopefully, uh, he'll make progress as the week uh, goes on. If he doesn't, I would suspect you'll see Russell Gage and Calvin Ridley as the two starting wide receivers, with Christian Blake uh, coming in as wide receiver three, or Alameda Zacchaeus as well. Those two guys will probably rotate uh, in and out. Uh, and Brandon Powell is the, the final option, but really he's intended more for special teams. Finally, limited participant, tight end Luke Stalker. Fully expect him to play uh, on Sunday as well. So, guys, as we go into this game, it is this list is long, extensive. There are a lot of important names, particularly on defense. That 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 list for defense is horrifying. <laughs> At this point, we may be down to two backup safeties, uh, several backup defensive ends. Let's hope some of these guys can get healthy. Uh, we will provide updates here on the Falcoholic Podcast. And, of course, at thefalcohog.com. And that's the injury report for September 23rd, 2020. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at FalcoholicDW. And for updates on this podcast, follow us at FalcoholicPod. And don't forget to check thefalcoholic.com daily for our write-ups and updates on the Atlanta Falcons. We'll be back tomorrow with the Thursday injury updates. Have a great day. We'll talk with you next time.